Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey. Now, let's do this. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Welcome to another weekly episode of the Honor the Gift podcast. This week's topic is a little bit different. I mentioned uh, early on as this podcast launched that I was writing a book. And today, I believe that I promised that I would share with you the introduction to that book. And so today, I'd like to do that. Um, I'd first share the title with you. The title of the book is Unlocked, and the subtitle is The Five Keys to Living True in Business and Life. Uh, You'll hear me oftentimes refer to my calling. My calling is people experience living true. For me in my life, it has been a game changer. It's been something that's shown up in a way that has created so much more meaning out of life. And I, I hope that you'll get that from the introduction, how I set up this book. Uh, there will be a lot more to come uh, through the, the months ahead as I continue to write and bring this passion project, if you will, to bear. Uh, I'll share with you the five keys that I'll be diving into in this book. Those five things are vision, presence, choice, action, and leadership. And so without diving into any of those topics, here is the introduction to Unlocked. As I step forward, I can feel the dirt under my feet as it grinds and shifts. I walk slowly to the base of what was so eloquently coined the pamper pole. This pole is a 60-foot retired telephone pole secured in a grove of tall pine trees on the side of a mountain. The pole has a ladder at its base that leans against its cold stature. Just beyond the top of the ladder are a handful of small U-shaped rungs that continue to lead up the pole. And atop this pole is a small weathered plywood disc, about the size of a medium pizza pan, that wobbles and spins and is the primary crux that must be navigated for someone with a mission of standing on top of the pole. I'm harnessed and attached to two dynamic ropes as anchor points for protection and relief should something go wrong. Once on top of the pole, the objective is to stabilize yourself, catch your breath, take in the view, visualize the next phase of the challenge, and make the leap into the abyss of the canyon to a loosely suspended trapeze bar 75 feet off the ground that lies between the climber and the mountains in the distance. The hope is that you'll not only make the leap, but that you'll confidently catch with your hands the trapeze bar at the extent of your leap with a sense of accomplishment before you let go and let the ropes and harness catch you 
as you are lowered to the ground. The illusion of the leap from the top of the pole on a hillside looking across a vast canyon makes this leap seem as if it was one into an abyss of mass depth. For me, on this day, in this setting, on this weekend, with friends and colleagues surrounding me as well as my family firmly affixed in my mind, I would make the leap. The leap wasn't for the trapeze bar, and anyone who knows me well would know that I am eager for adventure. I've spent many years rock climbing and take no issue with heights or being roped in, precariously perched high above the ground. What people didn't know about me is that on that cool fall afternoon in the mountains of northeast Ogden, Utah, I was more frightened than I had ever been in my entire life. Thoughts of regret flooded my mind as I saw the film strip of those I loved at the front of my mind. Up to this point in my life, I had lived much of it in full-on duplicity, hiding from those I loved a life that was filled with darkness, betrayal, deceit, hypocrisy, and ego, a life not well lived, a life with no honor to those I loved and served. The top of this pole would represent a crossroad, if you will, between a life of self-service and a life of integrity and high service to others. A choice. I was broken, and yet I knew all along the life I had chosen was never going to get me where I wanted to go. If there is one thing I had learned throughout my life, it was this. If you run from the necessary change, it will chase you the rest of your life until you turn to face it head on. Would I risk not making that choice today and procrastinating the necessity of living true. This was the defining moment in my life. Would I rise to the occasion or would I let this retreat be another in my quiver of facilitated but not engaged? It's as if my whole body and whole world was now in slow motion. There seemed to be no thought process for the obstacle, but more an awareness of each breath. I can imagine vividly those I love standing in front of me almost begging for me to fight for them. I could see a life without guilt and selfishness. I could imagine living each day with integrity and high competency around the beliefs I held dear and taught from a heart of peace. Experience mattered, and to this point my experience hadn't. It was go time. As I stepped to the base of the ladder and began ascending the pole, I felt the cool of each rung on my hands as I slowly and almost arrogantly climbed the first section. I then tackled the small rungs, bolted to the wood pole, as I moved from 15 feet to 40 feet and then another 10, bear-hugging the pole. I now stood on the last rung with one leg dangling while my hands began to navigate the spinning wooden disc atop the pole. Hello friends, thank you for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If growth, personal growth and development is your thing and you're here learning and leaning into growth, glad you're here, glad you're part of the community. If you want more of this, make sure and hit subscribe in this podcast platform or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Honor the Gift podcast and make sure and subscribe so that it shows up each week with new updates, new conversations new learning, new ideas and concepts, again, to help us all in this journey we call growth and how we make it through life. 
and the way that we show up for others. Also, if you are looking for more information, deeper dives into some of these conversations, and just an update to stay in the loop, you can always go to choiceisthegift.com and click on subscribe where you'll be uh, in the loop on things that are upcoming and more updates on this podcast. Again, thank you for being here. Now let's get back to the episode. As I hugged the gnarled wooden surface, I shifted my body weight over the pole and with a firm grip on the sides of the platform, I pushed and pulled my way to the top where I slowly wobbled my way from a forward stretch with all fours affixed to the surface to a couple of wobbling legs as my base of navigation for what lied ahead. There it was, the trapeze bar in front of me. I hadn't been too successful in times past with the leap, but something was different this time. I wasn't making the leap to leap or show others that I could. This leap was one of serious consequence and potential significance. I could recall my dear friend and co-facilitator Travis advising on strategy for those attempting to leap from the top of the pole. He would counsel participants to breathe, focus, envision, and then just do it. He also said the fear of the leap can be mitigated if you'll focus on the two things you'd give your life's efforts for. On this day, my leap would prove to be a token of commitment towards living true. I would be making this leap for my sweetheart and dear children. I would be making this leap for those I served each day in career and at home, and those I had yet to serve. The choice to let go of a life of hypocrisy and selfishness, and to dive headfirst into the unknown of consequence for my past, was fully present. I was fully aware and willing to take the risk. I stood firmly on top of the pole in an eerie and haunting silence that shifted and overtook my body with a sense of calm and significance. I felt love. I could see clearly who I must serve and why I needed to make the leap. Too many years held in contempt for what could be. I peered into the distance and could see clearly the trapeze bar in front of me. It represented a new life. I could feel an energy and new strength for what could be should I decide today to live true. I leaned forward into the unknown and timed my jump with full momentum towards the bar. I can still feel the muscles of my thighs contracting as I pushed off of the wooden disc and flew through the air. I can still feel the athletic tape and shape of the bar that dangled in midair as I clenched my hands around its surface. I had caught the bar. I had made the leap. My journey had begun. What would unfold, though, over the next 48 hours would be the start of a miracle that still lives today. I've spent the last 20 years of my career as a coach, working with executives, business owners, and their teams. It's been a hotbed of mistakes, both professionally and personally along the way, always forging forward in spite of the challenges this life affords us. I've learned to serve this gift of mortality as a steward in my own home and in the lives of those I love and serve in my chosen career path. You'll find I'm not a fan of long, drawn-out chapters. In fact, the introduction may be the longest section of the book. You'll find over the next several pages of the book some of the most impactful lessons I have learned along my way when it comes to a framework for living true. Each section of the book will be comprised of short injections of knowledge that have been passed on throughout many years of human existence on this earth. I've been fortunate to have great mentors and loved ones along the way that have shared with me their life lessons 
I've written this book for you if you're a lost chaser of success, a corporate deviant with a stewardship beyond your present capability, a father, mother, parent, or friend with a conscience of high time. If you're someone that is committed to becoming better tomorrow than you were today, this book has been written for you. For those who feel stuck, misaligned, hypocritical, disconnected, lost, and willing to make a new committed effort to change the present result, this book was written for you. For those executives and business owners who have stopped wandering the halls of your very own business and being with your people, executives and owners that feel they have no place to turn for help, this book was written for you. I can't say that any of these ideas are new per se, and they are certainly not mine. Relevant, of course, but mostly a reminder and prick of the conscience in its grander sense for those who choose to turn the page. I believe that truth and knowledge is passed on from one generation to the next with the intent to help serve those who will continue to build with it long after we are gone. We've heard it said before that the teacher appears when the student is ready. It was true for me and continues to be. If there is one thing I know, it is that as humans being, we are hard-headed and adrift with ego. Procrastination continues to be a form of stress relief and a decoy for those of us who give way to its enticing safety net. You'll hear me talk often about honoring the gift. What is the gift, you ask? I believe the greatest gift in our moral lives is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. My hope is that you'll not just see and hear the words, but, you, that, but that you'll feel the intent behind them and between them. I'm grateful you are here. I have a reverence for your journey and for the growth you seek. In short, my calling is people experience living true. If you're ready to get to higher ground, if you're ready to unlock your highest and best self as you learn to honor those you serve, I invite you to turn the page so together we can take this journey. It's your time. Well, that's it, my friends. That's the introduction to the book titled Unlocked. It's a book I've been working on. We'll continue to work on. I'll bring you more updates on this book. I would just share this with you. It's uh, kind of my call to action every time that uh, we have an episode and that I share something new, share some new thoughts and ideas. And it's simply this. Remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one. And remember to always honor the gift.